There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, you're listening to My Mate Bought a Toaster. My name's Tom Price, and joining us today, we have the broadcaster, Jamie, I'm going to check that in there. I'm going yeah, to put yeah, please do. Please put that. I mean, broadcasting first at the top of the list, because that pay, pays more. Okay. Star. So people, if people think that that's the number one thing I do, yeah. rather than the byproduct of everything else, then I end up... Over the, over the course of this episode, we're going to find out exactly how much you're earning because we're looking deep into your Amazon history. So right. by the end of this, we're going to be like, whoa, broadcasting's doing wow, good dollar at the moment. Broadcasting is selling a lot of tent pegs. To work in the media. So, <laughs> yeah. But you do all sorts, Jamie. Uh, broadcasting, writer, you've worked in TV. It's the gig it's economy. Just, it's the, it's the li- yes. quite literally, uh, I've, I've become so unemployable that all <laughs> I can do is as much and, and uh, as, as much across as many different genres and, and, and mediums yeah. as possible. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way to be. It's a good way it's, to be. Is it? Though no, because you're never terrified. You feel like an Uber driver who's also a plumber yeah, and a paramedic. Exactly that. It's but, but actually terrifying for very unimportant things. Because that's the problem with doing <laughs> what we do. Because no one gives a flying crap. Because I'm similar. I'm definitely not as successful as you. But just in terms of a gob for hire, it's what I do. Yeah. yeah if yeah. I stop yeah. doing this, no one's going to. No one. No one, no cares, one will notice. Jamie. No. Exactly. Exactly. Including your family. Well, no, precisely. And often they will that to happen. Let's find out more about you. Okay. okay, let's find out more about the enigmatic Jamie East, right. who joins us on this week's My Mate Bought a Toaster. Most, this feels like mm-hmm. the most exposing thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, Carrie Ad Lloyd came on and yeah. compared this to having uh, a sweep before she gave birth. <laughs> so. I've been in the room when those have happened. Oh. They are... They are deep. Well, this is a almost uh, financial, if you like, a digital version of Sweep that. Sweep my digital cervix, please. So I am currently lubing up. Again, Samantha Baines should be here this week. She's on holiday. She's not here. She would have jumped on that and she'd have uh, told us horrible misogynistic men. Well, blah. Yeah, which we are. Clearly. Yeah, she's yeah. on holiday, isn't she? So fuck Screw. Up. And we're going to go back, uh, Jamie East. The first thing you ever bought on Amazon. Oh, my God. It, you didn't realize this, because just before we started, before I started recording, I wish I'd recorded this, you were going, oh, I'm slightly worried about the last few things I bought. I thought, it was the, I thought it was the last five things. And I was like, oh, man, because uh, the last five things oh. are all to do with like my son's, my, my uh, second son's 21st birthday party this Saturday. Well, this is amazing. So your second son is 21 years old. Yeah. All right. So that gives us, an, that, that's the perfect end point as your right. son becomes an adult. Yeah, but yeah. let's go back to your first order. Oh, my God. Two Two thousand and one. Wow. Yes. That makes me really old. So what is I'm going a, on with I'm Jamie a digital East? Pioneer. Yeah, exactly. You were you were out there, man. You were in the wild west of internet shopping in the days where our cards were almost certainly cloned just yeah. for going onto Amazon. I've got no idea what it was. Oh, I can tell you what you got if you like. This is brilliant. What were you doing with your life in late two thousand and one? Two thousand and one, quite dark times. That oh. was that was that was actually two thousand and one. And not so dark. That was just before I invented Holy Moly. I say invented Holy Moly, just before I started Holy Moly. Yes. So 2001. That was, sort of, that was the gossip website. The gossip website that I started, yeah. which, which, you know, trying to explain a gossip website to a, to a, a kid nowadays is impossible. No. Um, 
But 2001, I think I would have been working at Sky Television. Okay. Doing what? Uh, Presenting or, or... No, right. So get this. Uh, you say the gig economy, master of master of all trades. Yeah. Jack of, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. I, along with a very small team of about five people, mm-hmm. built the UK's first 3G streaming video platform. No. With my bare hands. What, with like wood and nails? With wood, nails and wires, yeah. What? In Sky, at Sky, yeah. So what internet was it using then? So were we, in 2001, were we, st- we weren't on dial-up still. We were IS- ISDN was pretty sexy at the time. Okay, yeah. So, still, I still love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, that, was, um, that was about the height. You know, we were st- so, so you were streaming Sky content? Yeah, so okay. Sky had done these deals with like 3 Mobile and stuff. And yeah, it was about yeah, yeah. how can we get MTV I or see. Sky One onto that. And at the time, all we could do was like loop, loop I see. stuff. Well, that explains perfectly why on the 20th of November 2001, you bought a wizard dress-up chest. <laughs> doesn't it? That tells you why you've done that. Because you're at Sky. Um, clearly, you need to have a wizard dress-up oh, wizard. chest. Was that the first thing I bought on Amazon? 1999, you bought that. Uh, and you paid some delivery as well. That's what happens back in the day. This is pre-Prime, man. We're oh going my back God. in time. A time before Prime. Holy moly. That, That's I mean, the name of the website. Quite literally. Um, so that, that would, that, what, a, what, a, what a circle of events. Because that, that, that would have been for the sun that is now... Uh, 21. Should we put some sad music under this and you uh, can feel, get be. slightly mournful? Yeah, and... that is, wow. That mm. makes me feel dreadfully old. Mm, I'm sorry to do I mean, I'm sorry to do that, but my time wife, will do that to you. My wife almost certainly will still have that somewhere and will have refused to have let me throw that out. Oh, she's the hoarder, is she? Oh, my God. Yeah, we, there's always one hoarder in every relationship. I'm the hoarder in our relationship. My wife is just, she would literally bin one of our children by mistake. I dream could. of clean lines and yes, I kind see. of okay. just space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open plan, this whole building. I'm, I live in an open plan house. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. It's, well, it is. If, it's if open plan. one of you isn't uh, a massive hoarder. Yes, yeah, so someone walks in. It's quite fun calling your wife a hoarder, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because it nearly you sounds like filth, You filthy hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a wizard dress-up chest uh, in which you can uh, obviously hoard away yeah. um, all sorts of, of costumes. Um, what else did you buy uh, on the 9th of November 2001? So actually the very first thing you bought right. on Amazon. Okay. It was Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro. This is for the PlayStation. Wow. Kids. Amazing. That's like... Um, okay, that would have been for... What, what, when was that? 2001? Yeah, yeah, 2001, yeah. So wow. that is that is nearly 18 years ago. Yeah, that would have almost certainly been for me. <laughs> That's an entire adult away. Yeah. That is. An entire adult ago. That's you bought, awful. Uh, Spider-Man 2. But at this point, did you have kids then? You did. Yeah, clearly. I had two kids. You had two kids and you're, you're buying computer games. How the fuck did you get away with that? Well, because, I mean... It sounds really weird. I mean, all I can remember about that kind of time is the fact that there was no, we didn't have, even though we didn't really have satellite TV. Mm-hmm. I think I was living in a flat in, in our first flat in, in Isleworth at the time. Okay. We weren't allowed to have a sky dish. So right. at which point, so by that point, there was no TV after whatever time it was until 7am or 6am or whatever it was. Yeah. The, our youngest, who's, who's just about to turn 21, was a god-awful sleeper and would wake up at quarter to five every single morning, good to go. That's where we've been at for the last seven years. Yeah, yeah. Horrendous, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you you need, as, an, as, a, as a human, to find ways of, of entertaining yourself, otherwise you would literally go mad. Pretending because, to be Spider-Man. Because, or dressing up as a wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or dressing, the, or, the wizard thing's for you, right? Not yeah, the kids. absolutely. flipping lootly. So, so that would have certainly been uh, for me and my wife to, to play whilst we were with a baby I see now that's interesting because my uh, gender stereotyping brain was thinking oh who's the bloke playing computer games no, why does no, play? So she, she was, them as well oh she went may, we used to live next door to one of the original 
coders and testers for Tomb Raider in Derby. So we got like an advanced copy of Tomb Raider 2 uh, on PS1 when uh, that particular child was about six weeks old. So that got us through the first six months of his life was lunacy, staying up till like six in the morning trying to do one leap over a cliff <laughs> for weeks and weeks and weeks with no right. cheats. There were no if if you wanted to cheat or get a walkthrough, you didn't Google. You couldn't Google. No, it's anything. not available. You had though. to phone a premium phone line at eighty p a minute and then wow. listen listen to the entire walkthrough. It's so nuts. if your walkthrough was 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 you near know, the end, near the end, you've oh, got to yeah. spend a, you'd be the whack- cost of the game. Yeah, and you'd miss it <laughs> and then think, shit, I've got to call it again. Yeah. That is fantastic. Uh, so I've just got this image that you and your wife are sort of doing a train spotting, but instead of a heroine, it's just Spider-Man. Just mainlining Lara Croft. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, let's leap into 2002 now. Oh, some, some great things. I don't want to embarrass you, but you bought Love Is Here by Star Sailor twice. So I bought that twice? I fucking hated Star Sailor. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that would have been my wife, absolutely. Don't you know you've got your daddy's ass? Four to the floor. They were like an even more annoying keen, weren't they? There was wow. a real drabness. Yeah, there was a dark point for well, clearly my life and for and for music in mm. general. I think they've, mm. they've not aged well at all. What was their big hit? Uh, Alco- Daddy was an yeah, alcoholic. Daddy was alcoholic and fought to the floor, and then the the end. That's it. So not a one hit wonder, sure. But they've also started doing things where they pop up at festivals, and you're like, mate, that is a fucking downer at a festival. I, yeah, and if I remember, he was a real pretty boy as well. I think my wife had a bit of a thing for the lead singer of Star Sailor. Well, that's fair enough. You had Tomb Raider, didn't you? Yeah, you could, you could watch her. And I think I think yeah, we saw him at a, at a uh, festival. And I did the classic kind of like, you chose wisely, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, April 2002, the 9th of April 2002. Oh, Jamie, these are... I'm almost certain that this was the family account for a long time. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, okay, I don't know which member of your family was buying PHP, your visual blueprint for creating open source server-side content. <laughs> that, oh, that was me slap, slap bang in the middle of building Holy Moly. Now you, so this is you building your website. Yeah, yeah, 60 yeah. quid, you're building the Jamie East Empire. At yeah, this yeah. Point. So that, that was it. So I was, I, was, I was heavily into kind of coding, but at the time, I mean, this is going to be so god-awful boring for anyone that doesn't know anything about coding. Mm. HTML is like the basic of basics uh, where you build yeah. a website. PHP was how you build message boards. Right. And anything interactive. So that was, I had to learn how to to do that in yeah. order to, to build it. Do you still use any of those skills? No, Absolutely. No, I mean, not. it's. Um, no, that was, it was. It felt quite fast moving back then. That's yeah. nothing compared to how it is now. I think once apps came involved, was when me and coding parted ways. <laughs> it was a very sad part. Extraordinarily of complicated, and and you know what I mean. It's like yeah. it's like you, there's a point in adulthood where you try and play a PlayStation game, and you realise you just don't have the motive functions to to move that quickly. Oh my god! It's like Call of so Duty. True. I think was the first time I realised that where I can't aim fast enough. No, no, I know. I need time to prep it, and by the but by which time I'm dead. On Call of Duty, you get those guns that automatically aim. You know, okay, every now and again you get the gun that right, just goes okay. straight to the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to move it to aim. But my kids just, they're just, it's like, that was when I realised that I was i was the dad. Mm, rather than. That you're getting older. That's a good Not one. being able to shoot your kids in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's 2002. And Holy Moly is now up and running, is it, by 2002? Uh, just on, it would have just started to have been, yeah. Going into 2003, quite a quiet year for you. Again, we've gone Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, The Angel of Darkness, now on the PS2. There we go, we've so, upgraded. Yeah. Up 
wife uh, and you just bonding over yeah. Lara Croft there. Um, PS2, I mean, still got the PS2 or was that long since left your life? It's long since gone, but I remember there was, I mean, the PS2, I think, was the first big device launch yeah. that really gripped us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. insane. Mm. And Sky, I was still working at Sky a little bit at the time. Right. And I remember vividly that Sky had their own shop, like an online store, a very early kind of. Sky Store is the thing now. It was called, cool. it? It, well, it was back then, Sky Store was where you could buy uh, hardware, so you yeah. could buy stuff. They had, remember there was a shortage of PS2s? Oh, yeah. So Sky, Created by Sony. Oops. Yeah, yeah. So Sky had like a, a designated number of PS2s, I think about 100 for Sky Store. Right. All the execs bought them for themselves. That is, wow. Absolutely true. But presumably your NDA is now expired from working at Sky, so you can now tell the world. Worse than that, one of them was my father. Oh, that is the nepotism Worse that, going Yeah, but wor- the reverse nepotism of terrible. that, the reverse nepotism of that is, <laughs> he he knew how much I wanted a PS2, yeah? So he knew how much I wanted one. Yeah. He phoned me up in the building I was working in because that's where they were being stored. Yeah. Asked me if I would go down and, and grab the two that he had bought for him to give to his, uh, by my half-brothers and sisters for their Christmas presents. No. <laughs> Oh my God! Have you talked to a therapist about this? No, it's it's all it's all racking up. It's all being racked up. Daddy's got a PlayStation. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Come on, start saying yeah. it. Sing about it. Sing about it. Wow, that is hot. So the blended family thing. So the stepkids who clearly he loved more than you. That's okay. You can it's fine. That I mean, we, we, we've we've dealt with it. We've moved on. But, it's a very but, immediate form of feedback from your father, isn't that it? That really stung. <laughs> Fuck you, Daddy. <laughs> All right, okay. So, two thousand sad times, two thousand three. Only four orders placed in that year. It's a very, it's a quiet year. Oh, okay. Uh, there's Lara Croft. There's uh, Samuel Pepys, the unequal self. Claire Tomlin. We all read that, didn't we? And pretended to enjoy it. Wow. Do you why that? the hell did I buy that? I don't know. It's a story of Samuel Pepys. I think that might have been. I've not. I've got that Mrs. East. Ch- mm, I don't know why that was bought. But also in the same batch. You bought, uh, you bought <laughs> The Dirt, Confessions of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band, Motley Crue. What a great book. Great book great what book. a great so book. I like the idea that you get that book, but you put it inside Samuel Pepys. Yeah, yeah. Yourself, and you're on the tube going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Doth thou yeah. a sausage? <laughs> <laughs> great Samuel Pepys riffing there from Jamie East. All right, let's leap on through now. I'm just going to jump. Okay, I'm going to jump. Because we're in 2003. Okay. We've got a lot of years to get through. Yeah. So I'm going to go to 2007. It's an arbitrary year. Maybe well, I'm missing gold. Um, let's have a look what's going on in 2007. Some great stuff, a lot of TV, a lot of video. Um, yeah. We've got. I think this might have been about the year that children started wanting their own independence a little bit in their bedrooms. I see. Maybe I see. their own gaming, mm-hmm, own, like mm-hmm. monitors. I can see that Holy Moly Productions have started buying stuff. Clever. Hello. Hello, Mr. Hi, and Mrs. Taxman. Yeah, hello. Listening. Um, I didn't know that Holy Moly needed to research Philip Pullman, uh, his dark materials. <laughs> did did Holy Moly Productions buy that? Yeah. Very much so. Well, you know, we, of course. Yeah. Bad I mean, Wolf uh, nipped us, nipped us to the post, beat us to the post for the rights. Sadly, mm-hmm. for the TV, we tried. Yeah. Uh, Bad Wolf will do that. that Lyra is... has been evasive my entire adult <laughs> life. You also bought uh, two Sony alarm clocks there. Sony ICFC two one eight S's yeah. clock radio. Children would. What year was that? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. So how old are your kids at this point now? Oh, goodness me. Um, 1993, 2003. Yeah, one would have, we were into teenagers slash, so my eldest would have been 14 then. Right, okay. And your youngest? Uh, My youngest would have been about 10 or 11. Right, so so you're really struggling two different childhood eras at that point. We would have had, yeah, we would have had a third, but we've, 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 
we would have had a two-year-old then as well. So that mm. would have been very much right. The oldest, the old, elders need to start sorting their own shit out. Yeah, here's yeah. an alarm clock. Mm. You deal with getting up for school because I've been up all night with two-year-olds. Blah blah blah. When you say the elders, do you mean the Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion for the PS3, which that you bought on 18th of November 2007? 18th of November. That would have been us getting ready for the first of December, which is uh, my eldest's birthday. So the Elder Scrolls. There you go. Elder Scrolls was very much part of his life. Elder Scrolls yeah, for yeah. the eldest again, yeah. bought by Holy Moly Productions Limited. Well, Thanks, it's Dad. D- it's all deductible. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Did you do what your dad did? Did you buy him the game and then just pass it in front of his face and then give it to some of your other children? <laughs> Here you go. That'll teach him. Yeah. But Holy Moly Productions, so you, you've still got it at this point. You're doing that. It's 2007. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I would have. Uh, that point. Are we peak Moly at this point. That was probably peak Moly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been about. The time, yeah, that would have been at its most popular. I think I may have sold it for the first time. Then I sold it to Len Blavatnik. Oh yeah, how is Len? The Ru- the Russian. I what you're talking about? The Russian oligarch who owns Warner Brothers and uh, at the time owned a company called Perform, who, oh. who bought fifty percent of Holy Moly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How is that selling your business? That must be really cool. It's 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 not as cool as it. Well, actually, it's it's not cool at all. It's it's, it's good fun, right? Because ultimately, you're going to make a few quid off the back of it, and also share some of the burden with someone who clearly knows more about business than you do. Oh, Len knows a lot about business. There's a lot about business. Um, but then, it's you know, then you realise that other people have got a say over what your business does, and that that you then have bosses. You basically yeah. you get lots of money or some money. But well, you get some bosses. you get some money. It's never as much as you think because obviously. Uh, Okay, here's the thing. Okay, okay. When you when you want to sell your business, mm. you clearly only want to do it because you want to make some money out of your business and not have to work anymore. Correct. Mm-hmm. Whereas people who are buying your business think that you want to sell your business to invest back into your business. So I inevitably, don't do that, you, know, you don't want to. Do it. You just want to take the money and yeah. literally never work again. Absolutely. Sadly, you know, for weird reasons, never really allowed to do that. You're supposed to reinvent, reinvest the money back into the company. But they're literally buying you, aren't they? They are, which was also a problem. <laughs> 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 because there was no 30 day like cooling off period they well no the 30 days two years so there's you, no John Lewis guarantee you are stuck in it for two years regardless of you know if you know so whether or not you're going to earn money or buy yeah. it you know there's all this kind of stuff but, but listen, it, luckily I got, I got with them very well mm. but for, on a business point of view it didn't work out particularly you're great. making money from a website that's not porn so that's impressive in 2007 well that was debatable but, but yes. there was some good, <laughs> stuff SEO would have said otherwise um, but what else are you doing at this point is that, is that taking up all your time are you doing are you, at, where, at what point do you become Jamie East he's on telly uh, when I sold Holy Moly for the second and last time to Endemol that was, that was when that kind of trend weird transition made I wasn't really ever looking for it but the story was that I'd just done a deal with Endemol to sell after I'd basically I bought it back off Len because that wasn't working out so I bought it off to buy it back off him for a quid um, no, you see, buy it off for a quid, and then they I'd have gone halves with you, and then they write off the debt, and, and, oh, all, of that, okay. and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and okay. uh, because they very boring reasons, which I probably shouldn't be talking about. Um, and then Endemol uh, were interested in doing a similar deal, but they were probably a bit better positioned to kind of work on that. So I sold. Did you sell it then for two quid? I sold it then for not not for two quid. Uh, so that worked out quite well, yeah. and um, and they were really good. A really good bunch of lads yeah, and yeah, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but part of that deal was that then I was part of the Endemol family, and one of the, the the other things that were part of the Endemol family was Big Brother. So right, right. there was some good synergy, as they like to oh, say. Great use of the word synergy. Lovely. In, in the fact that Big Brother was just about to launch on Channel Five, they yeah. just bought this kind of famous celebrity gossip website. So yes. we were you, we were able to kind of promote 
Big Brother being relaunched. Right place, right time. Exactly. A little sprinkling of nepotism. Yeah, yeah. and also Matt Edmondson had just, uh, who I gave, I think I gave his first ish kind of TV job to or proper job so he made 2007 his, he must have been about 14 I, I think he's only about 19 mm. now God, he uh, so he, he became he was he was obviously brilliant and yeah, created yeah. created a great reputation off the back of Holy Moly yeah. and, and also him being clearly fantastic and got his job on Radio 1 off you know off he that. went so Jamie. off he went and yeah. there was no one to do the video so I ended up doing the video mm-hmm. and the rest is History. Very, very, very minor history. <laughs> I mean, really niche history. Yeah. So, yeah, other 2009, you bought Terminator Salvation. Sorry to see that. Um, oh Take That Present the Circus Live, a live DVD of Take That. That would have been for, again, for the son that is just about to turn 21. Fan of, fan of the that? He was a, uh, yeah, well, I mean, we're all fans of the that. He mm. was a particularly big fan of that that we bought in that because... Uh, he, we were supposed to take him to the Wembley Stadium circus gig. And oh. just as we were turning the corner to leave the house, he threw up over the back seat. Oh, mate. So we did what any good parents would do, which was we immediately dumped him back at the house on his own and then continued to drive to Wembley. No, Absolutely flipping loop. Unbelievable. It's the PlayStation 2 being sort of <laughs> drifting past your eyes again. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, take that as well. Buying a Take That DVD on Amazon. That is double tax evasion happening right there. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's well done. Hi, I'm Julia Rayside, and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. Find us on Twitter at Always There Pod. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um, let's go ahead. Let's skip ahead there. This is what's so strange. Like, part of my brain's looking at All I'm thinking about throughout this podcast is, yeah. is have I ever bought a dildo on Amazon? Well, this is what we're going to find. <laughs> Yasmin Akram, she did episode four. Mostly dildos. Wonderful. Was it? Yeah, it's wow. great. But, that, you know, that's why it's great. Do they some... wear out? Well, Samantha, this is what happens. And Samantha Baines then bought the dildo that Yasmin used oh. and then reported back on it because it had a red tip that heated up, apparently. I know, which feels a bit sort of Chernobyl. Do you know what I mean? Like the rods. Wow, just that is sort of... a bit kind of Homer Simpson kind of like, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, with exactly. the green bar that lands on the checkout. Homer Simpson <laughs> going, oh, oh. that is my orgasm face, actually. That is kind of, oh, 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 
That's what happened. Um, let's crack on through to 2011, and we've got, of course, we've got um, six dinosaur tattoos for three pounds. Why wouldn't you? Why would I mean, you not get those? Pre- this was probably before I had any tattoos. They, I mean, it's incredible. Look now at covered. So that's probably when I was at stage of probably anyway, putting fake tattoos on just to look hard. Why did you suddenly get tatted up? Then that's quite late in life. I think I'd always wanted them. It's just you get. I think you. It's the cliche. You do get to a point where you just think. Going to do what I need to do yeah. to my upper arms. Well, you yeah. realise that actually you can just do whatever you want. Can yeah. I get a tattoo? I'm not sure I can. Yeah, I can anyone can get a tattoo. They're great. They're very liberating. Really? Yeah. But it's, you, it's, it's true. Once you get one, you will not not get another. One why ta- is that? Because the pain is so trippy. Um, you do go through this kind of weird tribal thing. You do zone wow. out. So the small ones, you know, just feel a bit like oof. Christ, that's a bit ouch. So there's but like then, a bee on your bicep there. There's a, that, that's a wasp. So there's that. There's, there's Arya Stark's needle there on my bicep as, bicep wow. as well, which was done to celebrate uh, for the last on the day of the last episode of Game of Thrones. You are came. a proper nerd. I love it. Um, Good on you, man. That, that that was the first proper big one I had done. That's the cover of the Old Man in the Sea by Ernest Hemingway, which is a real wanky thing to get as yeah, your first tattoo. But then I've got a great big kind of like weirdly. Uh, I don't really talk about this one much because it's. I don't think it's particularly PC. It's an Indian headdress, so it's a proper appropriation of culture. <laughs> you culturally appropriate on a big white man's shoulder. Um, <laughs> sure, that's fine. Sure, that's fine. They're okay that with that. Was, that was fourteen hours from start to finish. Fourteen hours. Yeah, yeah, nonstop. <gasps> of just and being slowly tortured. Yeah, yeah, and you do you do zone out mm. and go to this weird place that becomes quite addictive. That's incredible. I yeah. love the knee. I love that you've got tattoos from your favorite TV show. And I've got Keith Haring there as well. Oh a great God. big one there. So yeah, that you don't stop. So. I, I thoroughly recommend tattoos to everybody. I'll get one of these dinosaur tattoos for three quid. That works yeah. for me. I mean, start that, with them. That's can, not fourteen hours, is it? That's a bit see, of water and a sponge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing how much kids love those. Though we did those at my kid's uh, his seventh birthday the other day. Exactly but you, that. But you can buy the sleeves now as well. From, <gasps> they're just great. They're just like a pair of tights with the ends cut off that have basically got Amy Winehouse <laughs> screen <laughs> screen printed onto oh, them. Oh god! <laughs> what for a child? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, lovely B-Tech headphone amplifier this yeah. is a lot of batteries as well. oh so right so the story here so I know what's happening here in my life yeah go on what year was this so this is 2011 so this is a band reunion so uh, before any of this started, I was in a band uh, who were called the Beekeepers, and we were signed to Beggar's Banquet and had very mediocre success. But but it was, it was one of the most fun times of my life. We had, we 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 got to the I think top four indie charts or something, Amazing. and we, we were on MTV in the chart show and all that. And then in 2011, we decided to kind of do a one-off gig, and and this would this would have been us kind of going right. How did we do that? And, you know, <laughs> working with samplers and click tracks and working out how to use new technology yeah. to replicate what at the time would have been incredibly old technology. Right, do you right, know right. What I mean? so, so I'm sort of imagining musical cavemen yeah. looking at this digital So kit. the headphone amplifier would have been because, uh, well, the drummer would have been quite a lot deafer than, <laughs> than, than, than he was when in 1997. Right, okay. So you were kind of a... Jesus, Jamie. I've been what quite a, busy. What a checkered and, and busy... A uh, checkered sounds bad. Checkered yeah. always sounds like... Well, no. That's like a police just, record. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, no, I just, it's absolutely fascinating. All the different... The, the very variation of things you've done. Yeah. Um, but it's all creative, isn't it? This is the thing. People are always surprised by... Because I'm similar in a way. Not yeah. bands, but stand-up and acting and stuff. If you're creative and a loudmouth on a we show-off... We show-offs. 
That, I mean, ultimately, that's all it is. It's be, it's sure. it's the it's feeling the necessity just to have to show off all the time. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Well, basically, what we're doing. It's a nar- It's just a nar- It's just narcissism, isn't it? Because, it's because barely controlled narcissism. Yes. Because we are just convinced that what we have to say on a subject or the way that we project certain things are better and more important than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. basically how at some point in our i don't know between the ages of five and ten something twigged in our brains that said you are better than everybody else was that that's so true And i'd love to know what it was in me the moment where i thought i was better than everybody else because because that because that's what happens that's what it is that is what we are doing this for the problem with that is it's absolutely true from 10 years onwards you spend the rest of your life realizing Realizing you're not yeah unless of course you are but the problem is uh is that even at how old are you 38. So you're 38. I'm 45. Yeah. Even at the age of 45, still it's really still going to happen. Still it's still... It, I, the rest of the world just hasn't quite <laughs> caught up with me yet. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen is we're going to be on our deathbeds. <laughs> just you wait. 80, yeah. And we'll get... We'll be literally... They'll be like, you've got an hour left to live. But this and is there'll the be thing. a call from our agent saying, do you want to go and do a podcast with Jamie East about... Yes, yes. It's even worse than that. On our deathbeds, mm. in the back of our mind, we will be thinking... I'm going to be one of those people whose genius is discovered after we are dead. They're going to find the tapes of my podcasting. We are Van Gogh. Oh, my God. That's exactly what happens. We're spending the whole time you know I mean? trying to convince us. So this, this band reunion. In and I know it. I know that's such a bullshit way of thinking. And such an you're, awful way of thinking. But you can, wired. but I cannot change it. It's wired in. That and it's so an true. awful, awful th- part of... It's all an awful personality trait. I cannot wish enough that people listen to this to, to the to normal people who do not have this damage who are just enjoying this because it's interesting and whatever it's they have borderline to autism they it's, have to understand how true that is yeah, well, everything yeah. you've just said that is me to a T yeah. I genuinely believe and that's why you get the narcissistic tantrums when it doesn't happen because yeah, you're like yeah. I don't understand how this is not happening the yeah. worldview in my head is not happening in real life I need to be six years old again people go oh you're so resilient you keep bouncing back oh that's and not it's resilience like, and it's like no it's not resilience it's just other people are just stupid <laughs> I'm just making them realise eventually yeah. they're going to twig um, I want to know about this reunion in 2011 yeah, yeah. when you did it so now I'm thinking with what we've just said in mind yeah. in 2011 all the other bandmates like well, this is a laugh, you know. It's nice to take a day off from being a teacher. You're yeah. thinking, where's the A and R? They're going to sign. Us well, up? actually, no. Well, the thing was, uh, the, by that time, I was on telly, so I just started doing Big Brother. Yeah. So my my kind of ego was being sated by that. Yes. And Holy Moly was still very much a, an, a, a decent part of British Are culture. Are you saying you did showing off just for fun? Because that's not something I've <laughs> well, ever done. It was I can't d- imagine. So well, no, it was. Uh, the band split very quite acrimoniously. Of course, so classic. Th- there were scores to be settled. I think it maybe it was it was not it was quite a nice redemptive uh, exercise for us as as mates and as humans to do to kind of like let bygones be bygones, but also also to show our hometown of Derby that we were still the best band to come out of Derby. Best thing to come out of Derby. Just, God, I sound such a cunt. Oh, yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. A lovely cunt. That's that's okay. It's okay to be a lovely cunt. Yeah. Um, the, only per- the only... I was about to try to say the, the best music to come out of Derby since that guy who did... Jyoti. I can never so, be the so, right, right so, kind of So Jyoti Mishra, who was White Town, was really good friends yeah. with our guitarist, Gary. Right. In the and and at the point that at the week that that went number one, yeah. we had a we had our second single out, and we'd known 
Jyoti was like a mate of the band, but a particularly good friend of, of Gary, the guitarist. So Jyoti, Jyoti all of a sudden went from being the guy that used to just hang around the Blue Note nightclub on Saddlegate in a suit yeah. to being the most coveted and sought-after pop star on the, he, on the planet. He was Ed Sheeran for about a week. It, was, it went on for about two months. He mm. ended up signing, I think, to Madonna's Maverick label in the States, blah, blah. So whilst we were doing, we were kind of doing the circuit down in London for our second uh, single, he was being coveted by and courted by every single A&R person in the country. Yes. So he came to see us at the garage when we played. It was a huge deal. Which that, basically he was there. that he was there, and also because he was there, every other A&R guy. So by proxy, we were getting a bit of bit of heat. So were you like, were you like maneuvering him towards yeah, the front yeah. of the stage? Saying, so the, the so week, would look at him. Even that, the week that our second single came out was this. I think either the week after or two weeks after my, uh, your woman went to number one. Melody Maker wanted him to review the singles for that week. He said, "Okay, I'll do that, but I'm going to put my mates as single of the week in Melody Maker," which he did. Oh. So, and still, they were just is that like, still the best moment of your life? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is that tied with Jane Middlemas uh, introducing the band on the chart show? Jane Middlemas, the thinking man's Lauren Laverne. The thinking Absolutely man's adore her. <laughs> so, Jamie East, um, website uh, designer and seller yeah. and broadcaster on Big Brother stuff and turns out 90s rock phenomenon. I'm going to say phenomenon. Well, I mean, I I do. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to leap into we're going to leap into 2012 now, Jamie. Okay. Uh, oh, and you've got Jack Reacher book one, Killing Floor. Come on, thank you very We've much. We've all got a little bit of Jack Reacher. We would have. This would there, there would almost certainly been a holiday involved in this. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. a, that is an airport through yeah. and through. Yeah, well done. They're great books, though, right? Have you read? Oh, them? Yeah, I mean, they're just they they are perfect holiday books. You yeah. know what you're getting. It's the, the same, same story every single time, without fail, every single time. It's, it's the masculine Mills and Boone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, isn't it? And it's quite good therapy for the midlife crisis as well, because you can convince yourself that. You well, he's are. old in that. He's quite old, and you just think, well, if he can, yes, if he can do that, there's a chance I could kick someone. If I'm ever bottom. called upon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. which could still happen, could yeah. still happen, and that is a, that's going to be the motto of this whole podcast. Could still happen, Jamie. It could well, this <laughs> this is probably going to end up on telly. We're going to be co-presenting it. It could still happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, excellent. Holy Moly, they're buying some of their own merch. The Holy Moly Rules of Modern Life. Well, then you're buying your own book. That is a tradition on the podcast. Do it. That Listen, went number one on Amazon, mate. Because you bought 6,000 <laughs> copies of it. You spent 88,000 That was the pounds. power of the internet newsletter, uh, the email newsletter of the time. Yeah. Uh, we put out, I remember quite vividly sending the email out saying, hi, we've got a book out. Would you like to buy it? And the publishers just literally laying an egg because it went to number one within about 45 minutes. So the illustrations were done by my mate Ben. It's basically content just nicked off the website. Anyway, it yeah. took it took me the best part of forty five minutes to pull that book together. Well, with your internet uh, website building skills, Savvy with my PHP for dummies, PHP clearly, for dummies. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think actually, you, you laugh. I did use some <laughs> PHP scraping code to to, oh. to pull the content from the website into a into an Excel spreadsheet. A lovely use of code. Yeah. That is the first use of code we've had on the podcast. <clears throat> yeah, and so, then you flogged it, and then but that's the power of, and this is two thousand and twelve. That's the beginning of the power of having your group of loyal followers yeah how many i mean how many people were on that email list for holy moly oh there was uh, nearly a quarter of a million i think right yeah a lot you still got all those emails i have yeah Yeah, i'm sure gdpr are absolutely yeah absolutely fine can't see any problems there (laughs) so look i'm not that i'm trying to point towards any kind of midlife crisis but in 2012 not only have we got jack reacher being bought in january 2012 (laughs) we've also got the york db4 dumbbell bench well there you go there you go i mean this was how old do I have been? Twenty twelve. I mean, I wasn't. I was nowhere near forty then. So yeah, but you've I'm got kids, and you know, you know. How old am I now? Forty five. I was. Yeah, I was probably. 
I was about 38, something like that then, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, the tattoos, motorbikes, oh, dumbbell really? benches, the beard. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty tragic. <laughs> it's ticking all of the boxes. It's incredible. There'll be a beard trimmer on there as well uh, somewhere. There'll oh. be a wall. There will be a Remington beard trimmer. I'd, I'd love a good recommendation for a beard trimmer because my beard looks like... Remington actually got in touch and tried to send me like a load of new beard trimmers and I just sent them all back and said, can you just send me some more of the ones that I've used for the past 20 years because they keep breaking or the battery keeps going in them and they're right. a nightmare to find. They're the cheapest ones, but the best. What, what Remington are? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, good, yeah. Good, good, good and that, well, the thing is, the, the grading system is different for every manufacturer mm. for beards. The length. A number six on a Remington is very different from a number six on a Braun. Of course it is. Of course it is. The, so yeah. once you find your numbers, once you know you're a four or a five on the side, yeah. a seven on the chin. Then it's easy. Then it's easy. So I don't know that yet. And I shave bits off and I get these. I, it looks like this. Yeah. I've got alopecia on my neck or something yeah. goes wrong. So I end up going to the hairdressers every month to get this thing fixed. Oh, no. Once you, you need to just find your comfort zone with I your trimmer. To, yeah. And it then just it makes your life so much easier. Thank you very much for but the yeah, So, yeah, the, the midlife crisis was, was an absolute Big time. Tra tragedy. But it's something that happens unf to every single person. It's writ large on your Amazon history. You can see it in 2013. <laughs> December 2013, Spider-Man Web of Shadows for the PS3. When will you, when will you a, grow up, Jamie? Spider-Man has been a heartbeat through the whole East family. And it's, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a lovely way to describe it. It's been, it's been the heartbeat at the centre of my family. Um, okay, so that's 2013. And then we've got... Let's just keep on here. 2015. Um, oh, we've got... <laughs> oh, God. December 2015. Oh, God. For some sneaky wipes. Anyone want to talk about a sneaky wipe? What is, is a sneaky wipe? A sneaky wipe. Let's have a look, shall we? Let's click on this. Here. 12 cleaning wipes to keep your kicks looking fresh. Oh, it's... Oh, the stocking fillers for... Shoe wipes. For son number two. Who's uh, who's very fashion conscious? Right. I think they. I believe the correct term is creps nowadays. What for shoes? Yeah. Instead of kicks, they're yeah, called they're called creps now. God's sake. So they would have been there. They, you know, that annoying. In fact, I'm wearing a pair of uh, creps right now. It's that for those sole bits there. Oh, I see. So it's for it's for it's for it's for kind of getting them back up to box fresh kind of level. So you want them to be white and good looking. The kids you? want them. The kids don't. I mean, I come from an age where I quite like the tatty look. Yeah, Where that's kids the nineties indie vibe. That's the there are vibe. there are how to videos of how to get the creases out of your Nikes. You know, on the tops of the soles from you from just literally using them as, as shoes. Yeah, you steam them. You put a wet towel over them and hold an, an iron that. over it, and it gets rid of all the creases I'm and makes them that. look like they're fresh out of the box. I'm not going to do that. So Why would you want anything to look fresh out of the box? Interesting though, isn't it? In the nineties kind of vibes that we would come from. Yeah, the I kind want of shambolic kind of Adidas kind of. And tatty. Yeah. I guess after the the kind of neat controlled explosion from the eighties. Where yeah. everything was big, but yeah, sort yeah. of fine lines. The whole kind sharp. of acid jazz kind of um, a Brit pop era was very much kind yeah. of shabby chic. Yeah, yeah. when I'm I'm maintaining shabby chic because that works <laughs> very well for my personality. Well, it just it just saves time. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we don't have much of that. Uh, we are in fact running out of time today, Jamie. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to crash on through okay. to 2019, which well, is also here we are. this year. Here we are, 2019. Okay, Jamie, we've seen, we've seen, we know that Spider-Man is the beating heart yeah. in your family life. I'm sure your wife would appreciate you summing <laughs> up your agree. family life. Yeah. Right, okay, good. Um, and let's let's have a look, shall we? Let's see what's happened now, because the kids have grown up. Yeah. Um, of course, you bought a faithful fiberglass club hammer. I, did I really? Let's have a look. And a Helka oh. brick bolster with grip. What on earth is that? It's a oh, that's for taking tiles off the. Off, I had to take some tiles off the bathroom. Okay. I found, are you are you like it when you hire kind of. Uh, people to come and do work for you. Yeah. Do you end up 
it's it's a bit like when when and it's, it's going to sound terribly kind of sexist. It's yeah. very much a thing where mothers and wives do this thing where if you if you agree to have a cleaner at the house, they will spend as long as the cleaner spends there tidying Preparing. up for the cleaner to arrive. It, it may that, well be terribly sexist. But this it's is my true. this is my version of this where I had a bathroom people come to do the bathroom, mm. but for some reason unbeknownst to me, I offered to take all the tiles off in the old bathroom <laughs> for them to come and. But you know they're the not going to charge you any less no, because no, no. you've done the labour for them. Exactly. So you're doing that labour for no advantage at all. Exactly. Well, I'm at a loss because I bought a, a fiberglass club hammer. Yeah, but fiberglass club hammer is useful to keep. I mean, it's, it? it's something I've got around now. It's under my pillow. I'm not going to break into your house now knowing it's there. Exactly. It's right it works there. very well. You're going to be it's going to be a man leaping out dressed as <laughs> Spider-Man, holding a hammer, swinging a, an, a, an unfathomably heavy hammer <laughs> it's very much not Thor's hammer which will disappoint you as the nerd that you are yeah. but you could take one swing with it one then... swing well uh, it better be a good it better be in the right yeah. direction because it's slipping straight out of that hand <laughs> um, also we've got I've got some Bose sound sport free truly wireless God. sport headphones right okay yeah come so on 155 bucks which one's those hold it let me have a look at the okay. which one's uh, these just are? after the uh, you can talk of one or two things here hang on you, oh fuck hang on uh, you can go for the uh, right next door to each other. May yeah. 2019, the SoundSport yeah. truly free wireless sport headphones living the dream. Yeah, Jamie, or maybe the Philips Azure Elite Steam Iron. So getting out the creases from your Nikes were you at the time? Well, I'm constantly on a quest to find the best iron in the world. I mean, that is a TV I've show been right through there. a lot of irons. Right. Um, I've I've had the ones that come with their own kind of base that you put on that contain like basically a whole bucket full of water that are meant to have very powerful jets. Yeah, does that work? No, I've I've had ones that are just kind of regular but just ridiculously expensive. Does that work? No, okay. that one, however, seems to be doing the trick, and that was just a classic kind of like go to go to best don't don't. How much is that? Yeah. I've just seen how much it is. <laughs> oh my god! Look, okay. The, how I, much did you sell Holy Moly for? This guy. <laughs> the bucks was, I think coming was, in how, for you. How much was it? How much do you think an iron would cost? I'm just going to leave I the listeners have a that. moment. Listeners, if you can say it out loud wherever you are now listening to this podcast, <laughs> how much would you pay for an iron? Say it out loud. Come on. It's more than that. 120 pounds. <laughs> on a fucking iron on a hot bit of metal. Oh dear. So there's that, and it, but it's worth it. Uh, it's it's like Kevin from uh, Grand Design says, you know, spend money on things that you touch with your hands because they are the things that need to work properly. Whether it's a Lucy, whether it's a door handle, whether it's an iron, yeah. the time saved doing t-shirts with that yeah. is just worth. It's priceless. Listen, uh, the that, headphones, however, oh yeah, I was about to say that completes the journey perfectly because we started this podcast with Spider Man and we've ended with Kevin. McClough. Luckily, icons. Well, luckily you've managed to you, you've kind of scanned through quite heavily because if you'd have gone quite slowly, you'd have realised that over, since the start of the Amazon, yeah. that would have easily been at least the ninth pair of oh. headphones that I have bought. Are you a headphone loser? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but also, no. not only am I a headphone loser, mm. I refuse to wear shit headphones. Right. Is so that because of because of you, you're a, an ear snob, or because you want to look. Like no, I just, I just, I just like to listen to things properly. I, you know, I well, think. So come on, what are the best a, ones? Because I'm a Bosey man through and through. So those Bosey ones, they're for my running. So I've got, so I've got like, I've got those Bosey ones, which are the ones that you see everybody wear on those. the tube. They are those, those are the QC3s, mate. The QC3s, they are fantastic. Yeah, I've got those ones for running. So because yes. they get sweaty though. No, they're great, but they also link into my Garmin. Uh, wirelessly, which which the Garmin has Spotify on it, yes. so so oh. so I don't need to carry a phone. Yes. So everything I like to be kind of clean and minimal, so it means that I don't have to have a phone whilst I'm running. So, yeah. but I went through a stage of sure 
in-ear headphones, basically the ones that you would see Madonna or Dave Grohl wear on stage. Mm-hmm. I went through a stage of like wearing... monitor headphones. Yeah, I went through a stage of wearing those just as headphones Which because they cost. sound so... I, it's, if, will my wife listen to this? No, she won't. They cost about 260 quid a pair. And it, oh, one, particularly, one particularly bad year for me, I lost five pairs of those in one year. Hang on, hang on. What year was that? No, no, I it's stopped gone. buying them. On, you didn't get them on Amazon. I stopped buying them on Amazon because I knew that one day this would happen. There is a there is a DJ supply shop just on the back of Tottenham Court Road oh, where they know me by name. Really? Because I've bought so many pairs of these headphones. They're the ones them. nicking them off. They you. make me... They follow you. I'm so embarrassed of that. Oh, my God. So you go back in there like... Oh, Jamie. There was, there was, I went in three days after buying a pair once. What? Where did you lose them? Fuck knows. You're kidding me. No. Nope. 260 quid in here. Yeah, it's awful. Proper it's monitor. disgusting. You're a disgusting At, it person. It is, it is disgusting. This is the worst end to a podcast ever. I mean, I hate you. I'm more embarrassed about that than I'm thankful that you just went past the anal beads because. <laughs> <I> do... <laughs> Uh, listen, Jamie. Thank you so much. This has been lovely because I didn't know you that well before I did this. And I feel like I really know you now. What a brilliant, what a brilliant that's walk been, through your life. That's been so much fun. Thank, thank you, you so much. much for coming on. And everyone can find you on all the usual. You on the Twitters, right? Just yeah, search Jamie, Jamie East. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Jamie. Thank you very much for coming by. Cheers, mate. That was great. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Give us a rate and a review and all that business. And uh, give us a follow on Twitter as well, please. At ToasterPod. That's all your Toaster admin uh, you've got to do. And if you've got any good ones as well, go back and have a look through your Amazon purchase history. If you have got any good ones, we'd love to hear them. Uh, just drop us a tweet at ToasterPod. And you'll see at the moment we've got about eight followers. So you can be a very early adopter. Thanks very much. See you soon. Great. I'm Jack Beaumont and this is Crime Club, the podcast where I talk to people who have done terrible, terrible things, either immoral or illegal, ideally both. Fucking hell, mate. That's Crime Club. Oi, oi, oi. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.